found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Hey, everybody, welcome in. We say hello to you on a Wednesday here in the capital city. Jim and Trent on the Big Talker 1700. We've got a great show for you today. Coming up, 420, Rob Howe will join us, uh, Hawkeye Nation. About 440, Zuba Mahente from ESPN. We'll do some Cubs conversation in the 5 o'clock hour. Al Yellen will join us in Bleed Cubby Blue. You'll also hear from the head football coach, for the Iowa Hawkeyes, Kirk Ferentz, his uh, Big Ten teleconference. We have some audio that we will play for you at that time. My partner is the one, the only Trent Condon, Hello. who is celebrating. Who is celebrating because the Twins beat the Astros this afternoon, and it was an exciting game, partner. Yeah, first walk off of the season. The Twins had a, a big eight run early uh, inning early on, then gave up the lead in the. Top of the ninth, and, well, boy, it wasn't looking very good, but the German, yes, the German is coming, Max Kepler. Two bombs today, including a walk-off in the bottom of the ninth inning. The Twins win it 9-8, but they take two out of three out of Houston, Jim. And I told you throughout spring when we were talking baseball and we were talking about this Twins team, I I was intrigued by them. I liked the offseason moves, going out, bringing in Oda Rizzi, Signing Lance Lynn to a one-year deal, fixing that bullpen, Addison Reed, Fernando Rodney, and a couple other pieces, Zach Duke. I just to go mm-hmm. along with the young lineup. I was as excited about the team. It just felt like they're they're making moves that make sense. Something that I'm not used to happening with my baseball team. But to take two out of three out of Houston. You remember a year ago, Twins had a nice season, got in the playoffs as that wild card team, yeah. and we talked about it and chronicled it throughout the season, but. But, Jim, when they take, took on teams like the Astros, there was a season, a series in Target Field earlier last season where they just got throttled. I mean, you, you could tell the difference between them and those top-flight teams. The gap was so significant. And to get this series win, I understand it's, it's April 11th. Hey, it's way early in the season. But that showed me a lot today. This series showed me a lot. Even in Game 1, had plenty of opportunities late in that game. Buxton had one right down the line that would have tied it up in the ninth inning. They're competing with the Houston Astros. And that collection of talent over there that is as good as anybody in baseball, the defending champions, that series says a lot, Jimmy B. I'm pumped up. Twins are winning the World Series. (laughs) Okay, maybe not. Maybe not. Okay, maybe. Just pump the brakes a little bit there. Are you concerned about Fernando Rodney? Because he wasn't very good when they came in to close. Well, he's never very good, Jim. He's, he's never <laughs> he's never very good. That, that's the reality. He struggles. He struggles. Look, their best bullpen arm is Addison Reed, and it's not close. Yeah. Addison Reed came in today, uh, I believe in the seventh inning when the bases were loaded, put out that fire, had a very quick eighth inning, and uh, put them down one, two, three before he handed over the reins to Rodney. But... This is what we see more and more with bullpens, where four years, and, and starting with Dennis Eckersley and what Tony LaRussa did, your, your best guy is your closer. Well, that has evolved now in baseball, where that's not always the case. And you're seeing that happen with this Minnesota bullpen, where you have a guy, a veteran, a guy that's fine, but in terms of talent and stuff at this point, at 41 years of age, Fernando Rodney's probably at best the third best reliever in that bullpen. But you need Addison Reed to get an out in the fifth inning with the bases loaded. You can bring him in. 
You need them in the eighth inning, you can do that as well. The flexibility of bullpens is so important anymore in baseball, and you're seeing that. So I'm fine having Rodney called the closer, and that's what he is. He is the closer. But then having the flexibility with Duke, with Reed, with those other guys, with Hildenberger, who hopefully comes back after he has struggled earlier this year, you have those guys and the flexibility necessary to mix and match. I like it, and I'm fine with the way it is. It'll be an adventure, though, no doubt, Jimmy B. Last night he uh, got the save, and he uh, showed off the bow and arrow after the victory last night. Yes. And uh, did you hear the call from Dick Bremer last night on Fox Sports North? No, no, I did not, no. It was something along the lines of, you'll, you'll really like this. Uh, this. This sounded to me like a Jimmy B line. As everybody shivers, Fernando Rodney with the quiver. <laughs> oh, that's just after my own heart yes, when you yes. make up when you have when you have calls like that. I love I love those kind of calls where guys are creative uh, at the uh, uh, at the end of games. My favorite one that I ever broke out was and I and I used it on different uh, telecasts for different games on a spectacular play. For an example, if a guy posterizes somebody on a dunk and goes way up, I would call I would call the dunk trend and then I would say, He went so high his sneakers got burned on re entry. It's a pretty good one. It's a pretty good one, Jim. Not Bobby. bad. Yeah. Not bad. It was one of my and I, I thought of that. I just made that one up one night and it worked. So I stayed with that, but I love I love the quiver. Oh, that was good. Shiver with the quiver. Oh, that was excellent. I like that. Well, Jim, you uh, mentioned the guest list today. We got Rob House stopping in here in about yeah. oh, 12, 13 minutes or so. But before we get to him, last night Iowa had their basketball awards banquet, handing out awards for a myriad of different things that they do each and every year. The Christie Spirit Award, something that near and dear to a lot of Iowans' heart, myself included. And no surprise, Jordan Bohannon takes home that award. With the yep. touching tribute this year, missing the free throw, pointing skyward. It's when you go fourteen and nineteen, there aren't a whole lot of highlights, Jimmy B. And to me, the highlight and the signature moment of this season for Iowa basketball, it was a missed free throw. Yep, I, I agree. And look, it was done perfectly by Jordan Bohannon. Uh he was the best player throughout the season for them. Look, I, I know that Tyler Cook had some breakout games and had uh, some thunder dunks, but without Bohannon, uh, they would have been blown out in almost every game because he kept them in it with his outside shooting. And I think that was just the cherry on top of the ice cream with how he made that special tribute uh, to Street. Yeah, uh, so some news that comes out, and starting with, the first, uh, Isaiah Moss, pretty definitive that he is going to be back next season. Yeah. Comes from Mark Emmert of the Des Moines Register, says, I'll be back for sure, for sure, Moss told yeah. the Register, if I don't get drafted first. Well, Jim, we, we both know he's not going to be drafted. So Isaiah Dude, Moss. Dude, you stink. You well, stink I, in the NBA. He stink. He would stink in the NBA. That's what I'm saying. He, he couldn't. He can't play. He can't play at that level in the NBA. He's a college player who needs to improve his skills dramatically in order to even get a look by the guys in the NBA. So this is a smart move on his part, Trent. Yes, absolutely. No surprise. It's something that we speculated and talked a lot about. But yeah. uh, the other part, Tyler Cook declines an interview. Chad Leistico tried to run him down. He declined. 
he's out the door, right? I mean, we, we yeah, can I connect so. the dots here from people that we've talked to, the speculation that yeah. continues to be out there. Tyler Cook is gone. Now, this doesn't mean that Jim and I, people continue, I think, to misconstrue what we're saying here, Jim. Neither of us, I, I certainly don't believe that he's an NBA player right now. Do you? Mm-hmm. No, I, no, I don't believe so either. No. That's not what we're saying, though, when we believe that Tyler Cook is going to leave to play professionally. Professional. That doesn't mean only NBA. I really do believe that he'll have a good opportunity. I think he is going to wow some people in his workouts with the athletic ability, with the improved shooting that we saw as the year went on. He's got to improve a lot on the defensive end. But those are things that certainly can be worked on. I wouldn't be surprised at all to see him not even drafted in the second round, but have an opportunity to get a two-way deal. I would not be shocked to see that because there is so much upside to his game, so much athleticism. It's not he's a good athlete for the Big Ten or for Iowa. It's not that. Jimmy B, this kid is elite-level athleticism, and those are the kind of skills that can set you apart. Now, another thing that's going to matter, what does he actually measure at? If he measures at 6'9", you bulk up a little bit more, you can be a power forward. But if he measures at 6'7", we're talking about a different conversation there. So there's still some things out there, but I wouldn't be surprised at all. We get through the draft. He's not drafted. Oh, boy, everyone's ripping the decision. What a dumb thing for him to do. I still think there's going to be a chance for him to catch on somewhere, somewhere and get an opportunity to get one of those two-way deals. I, uh, I agree with you. I think that he will indeed get paid for playing basketball, which I think is what he wants. Whether if he gets the two-way deal in the G League or not, or if he ends up going overseas to play. Look, a lot of guys have made good money, including a former Hawkeye. Uh, there's a guy named White who's uh, making quite a bit of dough, and I keep track of how he is doing over there, Trent. He's like playing lights out in the playoffs. So, uh, you know, his his status will improve. So I think that there are plenty of options for players like a Tyler Cook, whether if it is if he does get a two-way deal or if he's just sent to the to a G League team and then if his play continues to improve and then a team would sign him to a two-way deal, I can see that as well. But he's not an NBA caliber player as we speak today. He'll find that out when he starts uh, doing testing, and he'll hear from all the scouts and the uh, coaches. And then he's going to have to make a major decision. Mm -hmm. That decision will be if he does not want to play again in college, and that appears to be the thought process as, as we speak of it today, then am I going to hopefully hook up with a team as a free agent in the G League, or am I going to go overseas where most likely he can make a lot more money and turn himself into an overseas sensation with his athletic ability. But then I wonder, how much will his other skills improve, and will that get him another look in the NBA? Those are the things that he's going to have to consider. Yeah, I mean, uh, and we've heard plenty of guys talk about, you go overseas and, yeah, you make a a much better living. I mean, uh, the the Ingram kid last night from the Lakers – he was making nineteen thousand dollars a year in the G. That's it, nineteen grand. So yeah, you're going to be able to make a living over there, but you're also forgotten about Jim. I mean, you you go over there. You mentioned Aaron White. We're you don't hear any deals for Aaron White. No, you got to improve. Figure that he's improved a lot as a basketball player, 
yet you don't hear him in conversations about guys because you go over there and you're forgot about for the most part. And yeah, you'll get an opportunity to play in a summer league and maybe catch somebody's eye there. But, you know, for the most part at that time, guys already have their eyes. They have their roster basically constructed and figured out. And it's incredibly difficult to find a spot if you're off the radar and that's the case. So I would anticipate that is the path for Tyler Cook, but I, I think we found out a lot more, certainly with that one. And then Cordell Pemsel, uncertain of his future. This one's very easy, right? He's, he's waiting to find out what the decision to Tyler Cook's going to be. He wants to play yes. more. He wants an opportunity to go out there. If he transfers, he'll be able to redshirt and play two years. So this one pe- seems pretty cut and dry. Tyler Cook comes back. Cordell Pemsel's going to he's, leave. He's gone. Yeah. yeah. Cook does leave as we anticipate Pemsel will be back. At least that's how I see it. I, I agree. I, I think that that's what he's waiting on as as well. So we're not, you're not going to get that decision this week. Um, and I think Tyler Cook eventually will fill everybody in on what his plans are. And then Cordell Pencil will let everybody know, okay, since he's not going to be there, then I know that I'm going to get minutes, so I'm going to stay. And, look, I, every, every player – Every player, if, if you consider yourself a player, then you want to play. And you want to play against the best. And you want to play as many minutes in basketball. If it's basketball, if it's golf, you want to play the best. If it's tennis, you want to play the best. If it's football, you want to play the best. So if, if you have a player mentality... That's what you want. So if he decides, meaning Tyler Cook, that, okay, I'm not getting exactly what I thought I was going to get here. Maybe I better play one more year, and he decides to come back. I agree that Pencil's gone. I think that he he does change then. And I also agree with your assessment that if Cook says I'm gone, that Pencil stays. Makes a lot of sense because if they lose both Cook and Pencil, from the conversation we had last summer about how are they going to find minutes to all these guys, now goes mm-hmm. completely the opposite direction. They don't have enough help up front, and it completely changes and goes on its head in one season. Uh, crazy how quickly rosters can tra- change in college basketball and uh, happening before our eyes right now in Iowa City. We'll come back talking more Hawkeyes with Rob Howe. We'll get more into the basketball with Rob's thoughts. We'll also talk some spring football as well. Rob Howe from Hawkeye Nation comes up on the other side. The month of April, Jimmy B, are you uh, are you thinking about popping that big question to maybe a special somebody in your life? Uh, well, I was thinking about going to the rescue shelter and looking for a pooch. Is that what you're talking about, me no, getting a dog? No, no, not talking about that. I'm talking about maybe, oh. maybe a lady in an engagement ring. Is is that at the forefront of your mind? At, Never. At, at not 90... in my mind. No. <laughs> well, No, not happening. Well, luckily, there are some people out there that are thinking about that. If you are, Christopher's Fine Jewelry can help you out. Over on Merle Hay Road, right next kitty corner to the Merle Hay Mall, Christopher's Fine Jewelry. Bought a nice necklace for my wife over there for Valentine's Day. Ah, they have a great nice. special going on right now with engagement rings, though. If you're thinking about it, get to pop that question. Christopher's, a locally owned business that can help you make them their jeweler for life. Christopher's Fine Jewelry on Merle Hay Road. We're taking a break. Talking Hawks next with Rob Howe. Hey, it's Tiki Barber and Brandon Tierney. We are Tiki and Tierney, giving you the big scoop on all the games. Afternoons on the Big Talker 1700 KBGG. Boom! Hey guys, Nate Adams. Buying jewelry can be scary. When I was ready to propose, I went online first. 
But then I stopped by Christopher's Fine Jewelry. Christine showed me the four C's and helped me understand what I was buying. I got a ring that my wife loves to this day and a relationship with a local jeweler that is so important. If you're ready to propose, go to Christopher's today. Special engagement pricing going on now through April 30th. Learn more at Christopher'sJewelry.com. Sponsored by Bubba Burger. Bubba Burger is America's favorite burger. Watch the Bubba Burger Sports Car Grand Prix televised live on the Fox Network at 4 p.m. Eastern Time on Saturday, April 14th. Find Bubba Burger in your local grocer's freezer. Ice, snow, sleet. You deserve a reward for suffering through another Iowa winter. And you'll find that reward in a Manitou pontoon boat from Malone Motorsports in Monroe. Yeah, it's not boating season now, but it is the perfect time to get ready for it. Your winter will be easier knowing you have a new Manitou. Manitou Performance Pontoon from Malone Motorsports waiting for you this spring. Manitou's new patented V-Tune technology makes these pontoon boats move like no other. It's one of the reasons Manitou is the only pontoon manufacturer to earn the honor of being a USA Water Ski Endorsed Water Sports Boat. It's not a question of whether or not you can pull a skier, but how many skiers do you want to pull? Manitou, the first company ever to crush the competition, sweeping all three categories in the McCainer Pontoon Barrel Races. See these amazing Manitou two pontoons for yourself at Malone Motorsports. Malone Motorsports, just minutes east of Des Moines in Monroe. Online, MaloneMotorsports.net, or call 888-MALONES. That's 888-MALONES. Napa know-how. You can tell a lot about a person just by looking at their lawn. So if you man your own mower, Napa has select lawn and garden batteries for just $21.99 with exchange. That's right, just $21.99 to uphold your good name and show the neighbors what a quality cut really looks like. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores, buffer expires 4-30-18. Washer Systems of Iowa, blasting grime and saving you time. At Washer Systems of Iowa, we have an experienced factory trained service department and will work on any American-made pressure washer. Washer Systems of Iowa featuring Mighty M Industrial Pressure Washers. Mighty M built in Iowa, number one in Iowa. Washer Systems of Iowa. Visit their showroom at 6050 Northeast 14th Street in Des Moines or online washersystems.com. All of us parents have heard about skyrocketing college tuition costs and staggering student loan debt for graduates and naturally wonder, what can you do? We can help. Hi, this is Mike Hammond, owner of Advantage Financial and Tax Services located in West Des Moines. A 529 college savings plan allows parents or relatives to set aside money for their future college students and possibly save on taxes too. With an automatic monthly savings plan, this makes for a simple and steady way to add to this account. For information, visit AdvantageIowa.com or call 440 440- one one three three. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we believe in honest work, a fair price, and work we stand behind, and our 10-year workmanship warranty proves it. We know roofing. With our one-day get-it-done approach, we're known as a roofing machine. Call Wolf Construction for a free estimate at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. At Wolf Construction, we take your roof personally. Guys, Trent Condon here again for New Leaf Wellness. 
Warm weather is going to be here before you know it. And if you added some pounds during the winter, New Leaf Wellness can help you. Great treatment programs designed specifically for you. I'm on the Gack and Mick. It has helped me not just lose weight with my energy level. No more lulls in the afternoon. Give them a call today. Set up a free, no obligation consultation. 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. Let's feel better together with New Leaf Wellness Centers. It's time for your daily dose of Hawkeye coverage on 1700 KBGG. All right, everybody, welcome back in. We roll till 6 o'clock right here on the Big Talker 1700. Uh, it's always good when we get a chance to catch up with Rob Howe and uh, Hawkeye Nation. Uh, Rob, welcome to the show here on 1700 as always. And let's start first with... A couple of things that uh, Trent and I just discussed, uh, Tyler Cook and Cordell Pencil. Have you heard any more rumblings because Pencil has indicated that he's got to make a, a move which would best be in the best interest for himself? Cook uh, still indicates that it looks like that he is probably not going to come back. In your estimation, would that mean then that Pencil would return? I think so. Um, I think so. Uh, a lot of it seems like there are loose ends out there still with this thing. Um, I've had people ask me if there's a rift between those two guys, but they're close friends, and I think if George just more comes down to playing time, I think Cordell sees if if Tyler were to come back, his minutes would be limited. Um, you know, with the two additions they have coming in next year, um, and then another year for where. Um, Jack Nungy under his belt, and I think he just kind of wonders where he fits in, whereas if, if Tyler were to leave, um, I think he fits in well as a, a veteran presence and somebody uh, who Fran can rely on. He's just got to be able to, to improve his game. Um, I don't think wherever he goes, he's going to have to be better than he was this past season. I thought uh, it was a very inconsistent season for him. Um, you know, he's got to get a, a face-up game where he can, you know, shoot out to 15 feet because by the end of the season, teams were just laying off with it and just letting him shoot. And you can't have that on the floor when you're trying to run an offense. It's just too much of a liability. So wherever Cordell goes, and I, and I really like him as a kid, and I think he's uh, a good locker room guy for a program, he just needs to work on his basketball. And I'll give him a bit of a mulligan because he's been – He's been injured a lot, and hopefully he can get a stretch where he's healthy and, uh, you know, up his game because I think he's got the potential to be really good. Um, Tyler Cook, you know, um, declining interviews last night at the basketball banquet probably does not mm-hmm. bode well for him coming back to Iowa. Um, and obviously there's there's talk out there that um, he wants to be done, whether, you know, he gets drafted into the NBA or he goes to the G League or he plays overseas. Um, that's kind of where he's at now, but I think we've talked about it before. Fluid situation. He may decide, you know, next month, the month after, you know what? The best thing is to go back to college, even though I'm not in love with it, but maybe that's the best thing for my future. Um, so that's kind of where it is with both of those guys. And then Isaiah Moss last night seemed to indicate, um, he's just really going through this process for feedback. So it looks like he'll be back next year. Well, and it's a free shot at it. You know, you get three opportunities to go through this and, and put your name in there and see what NBA guys see. So 
it absolutely makes sense for Isaiah Moss to go with it. But it appears, at least from the quotes that came out from the uh, from the basketball banquet last night, that his head's in the right spot. He's doing this for all the right reasons. And if that's the case, I'd be telling more guys go out there and see what they had to say if they had the same kind of attitude it appears of Isaiah Moss does. Yeah, I would agree, Trent. I think it's good. And Fran has talked about this, and I think you'd probably get this, um, this, this, you know, um, what's the word I'm looking for? The, this idea, or most coaches in the country like, and I'm sure even for Steve Prohm for Wigginson to go through this, you get. Mm-hmm hold and feedback from somebody else other than your coach who keeps trying to pound it into you and sometimes you get to the point where you tune them out or you're like okay okay i get it it's good for them to hear it from other people and to learn and to hear what they have to do to get to that next level and that should make them a better college basketball player so uh rob i want to get your thoughts on uh, earlier today a scholarship awarded to connor mccaffrey and and there are a lot of people that are adamant that they don't believe that Connor McCaffrey should get a college scholarship for athletics because his father is rich. Uh, it seems like there are people out there that just they can't wrap their mind around it. Connor McCaffrey was a top 100 player in his class in the country. There isn't another kid out of that group that is walking on regardless of financial situation. It doesn't make a lick of sense to me if that is the one thing that you use in here. You have 13 scholarships. It's just, I don't get it. I don't get it. He did it a year ago, so they were able to sign both Garza and Nunji for one year. But why are people continually wringing their hands about this? Um, Because people are salty about how last season went, and they're yeah. looking for anything to complain about. And then the contract extension that happened behind closed doors and then get released. There's just there's some negative momentum and some negative vibes that are going on right now around the basketball program. And I see it on social media and hear it in town and see it on our message boards. And I think it's just another thing to complain about guys. And I think if you look at it um, reasonably and objectively, you can compare it to what happened with the football program with Brian and James Ferentz, both being on scholarship and contributing being starters and important members of the football team and then Stephen Ferentz, who was not as good of a football player as his brother, came and walked on the whole time at Iowa. Connor deserves the, the scholarship. Like you said, Trent, he was going to get one, and it was, it was nice of him to give it up so they could get Garza and Nunchi in last year's class instead of only getting one of them. So he's deserving of the scholarship. Um, I think the one rub that people may have is if he's on basketball scholarship, how much time – you give to baseball at that point you know is he going to be all in on basketball and how much is playing baseball going to take away from that if he is on the basketball scholarship that'll be interesting that that dynamic to see how that all plays out look trent made a great point the guy's a talented player and he deserves a scholarship look you get it doesn't matter your income level or what your parents make. You can be from the poor side of the tracks or the rich side of the tracks. If you're good and you're recruited, then you get the athletic scholarship. That's what it that's what it's all predicated on. Now, if the old man says, "Hey, I'm really wealthy, uh you can give that scholarship to somebody else. I'll pay my kids uh tuition." Okay. But that's not the case here. I mean, he has given his kid a, a scholarship. And when the next kid comes in, that kid's going to get a scholarship as well. So, I, I mean, that's, that's just the way it is, right? 
Yeah, it shouldn't be expected. Um, and there is some prestige and some um, some honor that comes with getting that scholarship and earning that scholarship. And like Brian Ferentz or James Ferentz, Tyler McCaffrey didn't have to come to Iowa just because his dad was a coach. I mean, it's, it, mm-hmm. of course he wants to play for his dad, but he would have gotten a scholarship from somebody else if he, if he didn't come here. He's worthy of the scholarship, so it shouldn't be expected that his parents pay for it. And who knows, down the road, you know, um, Bryce, Bryce Alford, um, I believe uh, Doug McDermott, mm-hmm. when they were seniors, they gave up their scholarships. Yes, they did. The team. That could happen down the road. But for now, they have open scholarships. He's deserving of one, and he should get one. So scholarships are filled at the moment, but that is with both assuming Cook, Pencil, along with Moss are all back. It's still a very fluid situation, but the changing dynamic of this roster, even if you lose one of Cook or Pemsel, still with one of those guys back, the other one gone, it almost looks like we're talking about needing a guard, needing a guard. Maybe they need another bigger body out there. Have you heard any more rumblings? We've talked about a couple of names that have cropped up. Hasn't appeared to be much Iowa interest, though, in them in terms of the grad transfer market, or does it look like Fran's more looking back and, and looking at that high school class of 2019? Yeah, I think the latter trend. We had him on the radio, our radio program here on KGYM and Cedar Rapids on Friday, um, and, and we talked to him about that, and um, he's got the two. Well, he had two. Now Connor gets one, and he's got one open one uh, with Wagner and, and Ellingson leaving, um, and he you know, expressed to us that he thinks it would be best used in that 19, 19 class. And that's not to say he's not, he's completely opposed to, to using it now if the right fit came along. Um, but he doesn't want to disrupt his locker room. He doesn't want to take a guy just to take a guy. And I think that's the, the right way to approach it. And one aspect um, of the 2019 class is, as we've talked about, Patrick McCaffrey is a top 30 player in the country. He's playing at national events all the time. Um, he moved and is playing with a, a D1, uh, D1 Minnesota for AAU, which has prospects on it from Jalen Suggs to, to um, Michael Hurt to uh, Tyrell Terry. I mean, it's, it's a loaded program. He's going to be at camps. He's going to be doing a lot of networking. I think they have a better chance to fill it with a, a better prospect in the 19 class, unless somebody falls into their lap. You never say never, and I think you keep the doors open, um, but you do what's best. You don't look for a quick fix because it just doesn't work out. Having a good conversation right now, Rob Howe, Hawkeye Nation, right here on the Big Talker 1700. Uh, another former Hawk, Mac Gatons, uh, gets a job at Drake as uh, Director of Basketball Operations. Your thoughts on that? Happy as heck for Matt. Um, covered Matt when he was in high school. I've known him since he was a little guy. Um, and he's grown up around the game. Uh, you know, grown up around uh, his dad played at Iowa. Um, he's grown up around, you know, professional basketball players. And he understands the game. I think it's a great hire for Drake. I think it's a great opportunity for Matt. He got, uh, you know, he got his feet last wet last year. Um you know, in a graduate assistant position, I believe it was, or maybe it was director of basketball. I can't quite remember what he was doing at Auburn, but uh, for Bruce Pearl. Um, but I think it's a good chance for him to kind of continue to move up the ladder. And uh, I've got uh, I've got high hopes for Matt. I think he's going to do well in this business. He understands the game. I watch him. You know, watched him when he played. He, he always was good at communicating with his teammates. 
Um, so I think it's a great hire for Drake, and I'm excited to see how he does. Over to a little bit of football as we finish up. Rob Howe, HawkeyeNation.com. Yesterday, an opportunity to uh, hear from a couple assistant coaches as uh, Ken O'Keefe was up at the mic along with Coach Copeland, the wide receiver coach. Uh, anything, any nuggets you were able to pull out of there? The, the one thing that jumped off the page, both of them, talking about speed at wide receiver. Uh, boy, that sounds good to any Hawkeye fan. Yeah, so we've heard this before, Trent, uh, when Bobby <laughs> Kennedy was here. Um, so let, I, I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic, optimistic, excuse me, I'll say that. Um, and I think there are pieces there. They've addressed the position in the last couple of recruiting classes. Um, the, the key is being able to retain those guys and develop them. Um, and I think this will be the next step in being able to do that with guys like Brandon Smith and Amir Smith-Marset, Tyrone Tracy coming in, um, uh, Calvin Lockett coming in. All, all of those guys have, have, are really good athletes with, with you know, a high level of speed. It's just a matter of, of learning the game and honing their skills. So that's a good thing. And that kind of – that and, and um, Ken O'Keefe talking about the development of uh, Peyton Manziel and how far he's come because that, I think it's gone kind of underappreciated that – you know, and maybe taken for granted that Nate Stanley's going to stay healthy this year and not miss any time. Iowa's been pretty fortunate in that area recently. Um, but if Nate Stanley goes down, you're looking at a redshirt freshman or a true freshman behind him. That's dicey, guys. You know, and uh, so the development of those backup quarterbacks this spring and into the summer is just enormous. So it was good to hear from Ken O'Keefe that both he and um, he being Peyton Menzel and Spencer Petrus are making progress because that has to continue. Rob, it's always good when you take time with us. Thank you, pal. You have a great, uh, great day. Thank you, guys. You too. Thanks for having me. You bet. You got it. Rob Howe, Hawk Nation, always fun when uh, when he comes on the show and some interesting things going on over in, in Iowa City, Trent. At least at least it's not boring right now, which is a good thing for us. Yes, uh, always news uh, happening over there. And uh, the, the team on the field that we talk a, a little bit about, the Iowa baseball team, a little schedule change happening over as they take on Nebraska this weekend. Iowa continuing to win series, including a big one last weekend against Ohio State. This weekend, a road trip. To beautiful Lincoln, Nebraska. Everybody loves Lincoln in April. And uh, the game will be, the the series will start with the doubleheader on Friday. So they'll play two games on Friday, and the final game will either be Saturday or Sunday, depending on the weather. As you know, Jimmy B., this weekend, a little bit dicey here in the Midwest. <laughs> to say the least. Uh, look, Iowa State canceled their game. Wisconsin canceled theirs. Michigan now has canceled theirs. West Virginia canceled their game. I, it's just, man, oh, man, we're going to go from 70 degrees, Trent, down to 45 and rain Saturday and possible snow flurries on Sunday and 35 degrees. Unbelievable. No, oh, rough, rough stuff. We'll go to another place that dealing with weather of their own, the Northeast, Bristol, Connecticut in particular. Zuba Mahente from ESPN. He's our guest next as we take you up until 6 o'clock tonight. It's Jimmy B and TC. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. 
To enjoy life indoors during Iowa's hottest months, call Logier Heating and Cooling. Right now, you can save $3,400 or more with combined rebates on a new Dave Lennox signature system from Logier. Check out LogierHeatingCooling.com for details. For over 110 years, Logier has made Central Iowans happy inside. See customer reviews on Google, Facebook, and the Des Moines BBB website. Call Logier at 267-1000. We make you happy inside. Villaggio Italian Restaurant brings real homemade Italian to you. Fantastic food, great service, and an elegant vibe that feels like home. All your favorites from the original in Norwalk and an expanded menu with the newest location on 100th Street in Urbandale. Plus, one of the best happy hours in the metro from 3 to 6 each weekday. When you're thinking Italian, make it Villaggio. Pizza, pasta, sandwiches, and more. Two locations, Sunset Drive in Norwalk and 100th Street in Urbandale. Villaggio Italian Restaurant. Look for a few light scattered showers out there this evening, becoming partly cloudy later, low of 46. Then partly cloudy and finally a nice dry day for Thursday. High temperature near 69 degrees. Friday is going to be warm and windy with a high of 77. There'll be a chance of showers and thunderstorms, especially late in the day, and they could be severe. We'll keep a close eye on them. I'm Local 5 Chief Meteorologist Brad Edwards. Sponsored by Walgreens. Walgreens has your trusted favorites in cosmetics, skin care, and hair care. Plus new premium and exclusive beauty products. Stop by and find out what makes you feel beautiful. When you join the Fuel Rewards program at Shell and get instant gold status, you'll save on every fill every day. But you'll feel like you just woke up to the news that your birthday was declared a national holiday. That's what it feels like to have gold status with the Fuel Rewards program at Shell. With gold status, you'll save five cents with every gallon from the first fill. Download the Fuel Rewards app, join, and start saving today. Restrictions apply. Active gold status required. Introductory offer valid for six months after activation. Limit 20 gallons. Ever participating Shell stations. See fuelrewards.com slash gold for full details. Hi, I'm Darla from Centos. Oh, thank goodness you're here. We have so much to do. I need fire extinguishers, right? We'll place them for you and be out for regular inspection. Great. And what about my new hires? We'll get them into uniforms and keep them looking sharp. What about this first aid cabinet? Fully stocked. It wasn't this morning. It is now. And so are the restrooms. Wow. Centos really seems to know what we need. You said it. Oh, I'm ready. Learn how Centos can help you get ready for the workday. Visit Centos.com. You just get it through the experience. I'm a fan of a lot of our fast, casual cuisine. I love the theater and the shopping. My kids love to go to the parks. There's a lot going on musically. If you can't find things to do in Des Moines, you must be boring. This is a magical place. Don't miss out. Visit CatchDesMoines.com and plan your getaway to Greater Des Moines. Catch what you've been missing. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. 
New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards for brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus. And online at TheRookieSportsCards.com. Real sports talk for real sports fans. It's Jimmy B and TC. Here's Jim and Trent. Take it up until 6 o'clock, Jimmy B and TC. Time right now to go out to Bristol, Connecticut. ESPN Sports Center Zubin Mahente joins us here on the line today. Zubin, what's going on? Ton, ton going on. Stanley Cup playoffs tonight with the Knights. I know there are only three games. Pittsburgh Philly's kind of interesting. I know you're not a hockey hotbed. I'm not here to talk about the Wild or anything, but the Knights are playing, and I think that's pretty awesome after what they did this season. And then obviously, there's so much to be determined. Uh, in the NBA, and we actually have a game where the winner gets in, which is pretty rare in the NBA. So uh, a ton to get to tonight. There's a huge brawl between the Padres and the Rockies. I know that's better seen on television than the radio, but that's something for your audience tonight, too. So there's a lot going on. Yes, there's no doubt. Uh, certainly a lot of fun and, and a great period. And, well, it leads to uh, the opener. Yes, I'm, I'm going to start NBA with you, Zubin. Get excited. The Minnesota Timberwolves win an in scenario against the Denver Nuggets. Nuggets come in playing great basketball. Jimmy Butler's back. That means Minnesota's back to being a good team once again. What do you expect to see tonight with the Wolves and the Nuggets? Yeah, I'm a little surprised Minnesota's gotten themselves in this position. It certainly looked like they were going to be somewhere in the 6-7-8 discussion. And, you know, they kind of struggled toward the end of the season. But what's really interesting is you've got a situation where the Wolves have the longest. I know for the Wolves fans out there, they know this, but you know they've got the longest playoff drought in the NBA. And we were discussing this today in our Sports Center meeting here just earlier. Think about it like this: if you want to think about how long it's been since the Wolves, it's been like a dozen years or so since they've been in the playoffs or more. Um, except for LeBron, every like grade A top level superstar, except for LeBron was not in the NBA <laughs> when the T-Wolves last made the playoffs. When the Wolves last made the playoffs, there was no Steph in the NBA, no Harden, no Durant, no Kyrie Irving. I mean, nobody. I mean, of note, no Giannis, mm-hmm. none of the Sixers young guys, obviously, except for LeBron. That's the last time. And for the Nuggets, they haven't been to the playoffs in about five years, so this is a big test for them. There's so, so much on the line. This year has seen more rookies than any other year. We're going to have about 261,000 points scored. That's the most points that have ever been scored in an NBA season. Uh, the Cavs and the Sixers are battling for three and four. Who could have thought that? If we would have said that on the first night of the season, that those two would not just be battling 
but battling for that particular seed. Cleveland would be disappointed. Philadelphia would be elated. Um, so there's a lot going on. Last thing I would say to show you how competitive it is, the Northwest Division, which has like Utah, Denver, Minnesota, some of the teams that are competing in that particular area. Since the NBA went to the divisional format where there are like six divisions now, the last place team, think about how competitive this division is, the last place team in the Northwest tonight, whoever finishes in last, will be three games from finishing in first. <laughs> and that, to me, more than anything, that's the closest, most competitive division race since the NBA split. So a lot of good things going on with the league. And unfortunately, there will be some firings tonight. Woj is pinpointing the Knicks and the Magic uh, as teams that are really ready to make moves. So we'll see what happens between now and Saturday. Zubin Mahente is our guest here on the Big Talker 1700. Zubin, uh, just to follow since we started here with the, with the NBA, uh, there are a couple other stories as well. Russell Westbrook needs 16 rebounds tonight, which will give him another season of a triple-double, averaging a triple-double. Yet, He's catching flack from people who say, well, he just goes after rebounds all the time just to get the, the number up. If, if I'm a basketball player and a shot is missed, uh, doesn't logic tell you to go get the rebound? I, I don't understand that. In, in talking to some of your NBA guys, I saw Jalen Rose just go off on this earlier saying, what the hell are these people talking about? You're supposed to go get the basketball. Can you provide any insight into this? Yeah, I mean, my big thought on that is if he gets the 16th rebound tonight to average the season-long triple-double, as you say, Jim, um, that's an accomplishment that last year him the MVP award. And what's interesting is if he does it again, and I don't think anybody's done it twice since it's been quote-unquote called the triple-double, um, this year, he won't even finish. I mean, I've been looking at the uh, MVP voting for our guys, for other outlets, NBA.com, et cetera. Those are the really two I looked at, NBA.com as well as our people. And, like, nobody has him in the top five. And so that, to me, is the most interesting thing. If he accomplishes exactly what he accomplished last year, which was last accomplished before him by Oscar Robertson in the early 1960s, if he does it again... The accomplishment is no less significant. It's no less important. But last year that accomplishment, Jim, got him the MVP. And this year that accomplishment will probably not even get him a top five finish. I think people are going to vote for Harden. I think people are going to vote for Giannis. I think people are going to vote for LeBron. It's going to be interesting to see how far down the list um, uh, Westbrook finishes this year, considering that exact accomplishment, Jim, that he is 16 rebounds away from doing, made him a transcendent player, and an MVP winner. He does that again, and suddenly nobody wants to reward him with the MVP. Somewhat odd. It is, uh, and we fell into this trap with Michael Jordan back in the day, and it was, ah, let's just give it to Charles Barkley, let's give it to Carl Malone. Right. Trap, totally. trap you don't want to fall into. Speaking of traps, rookie of the year. Can we stop Ben Simmons? Though he didn't play, he was in the league. I... I don't like the rule. I understand he didn't play. I don't like that rule. Zubin, where do you sit on that? Yeah, I mean, I, 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 sit where, um, I sit where Donovan Mitchell's hoodie is, and I'm sure some of your listeners saw this, but he walked into the arena last night saying, it, I'm going to paraphrase it, rookie, somebody who has been in the league for one year, you know, and he was obviously taking a shot at Simmons, who you referenced, broke his foot and basically missed his entire rookie year. Uh, Simmons actually started chirping earlier this week, for some of your listeners that may not be aware. 
when our Chris Haynes asked him, who do you vote for for Rookie of the Year? He's like, me. <laughs> so in some ways, I do appreciate the honesty if he truly believes he's as good as everybody else, and his numbers seem to indicate he is a transcendent sort of player. They've got a 16-game win streak. He's been amazing. But, yes, I'm with you. I'm a little bit more traditional. I am Because last year, even though he was out the entire season, he still had access to all the team facilities, the medical staff, the training staff, the coaches, and he was getting his mind right as a mentally sharp player if he had to wait for it out there physically. So I'm with you. I'm a little more traditional. I would like to see a first-year player win the Rookie of the Year. I think you could really make a case for Donovan Mitchell yep. straight up with Ben Simmons. I don't think it's a like a fait accompli that you've got to give it to Simmons, but I'm with you. I'd like to see a first-year player get it. But the rules obviously allow for somebody that has not played in the NBA to be an eligible first-year uh, competitor. So I like the moxie of both, and we're, we're going to see them both in the playoffs. And I know this is a regular season award, but if the playoffs is where your name is made, we'll see who can do what in the playoffs. Zubin, uh, take me to football because there's a story brewing, and it's always swirling around all of the quarterbacks with Darnold and uh, Jeff uh, and, and Rosen and Baker Mayfield. I mean, all of them. Josh Allen. This one involves Rosen, and now people are saying that well, he's a real rich kid, so he really doesn't need football, and his he has varied interests. What is going on here? Peyton Manning, he Archie was wealthy. Uh, his career worked out pretty well. The same for Eli Manning. Uh, I can go to Bill Lambeer, who you remember, Zubin, playing with the bad boys in the Detroit Pistons. It took Bill Lambeer almost seven years in the NBA to make more money than his dad was making, who's a high-priced <laughs> attorney in Chicago. Why, why do we get caught up in things like this? Yeah, I don't think it's a story. I don't think it's a story at all. Um, he yeah. made some quotes yesterday in a story with our Sam Alipore that's going to show up in ESPN, the magazine. Rosen is on the cover. And he's always been outspoken. And I think, you know, Ben Roethlisberger many years ago used to say, the less I tell you, the less I have to apologize for. And that doesn't mean he wasn't confident in what he was saying, but it just means, now remember, he made this comment years ago, well before social media took hold, and every syllable and every participle of everything you utter is going to be cataloged, only for you to get burned five years later for somebody taking something out of context. So even Roethlisberger back then before the sort of tidal wave that we have now said, listen, the less I say, the less I have to apologize for. And Rosen has just taken a completely different tact. I don't think his economic status has anything to do with it. You could say the most meticulous, grinding, hardcore player, film geek, got the most out of his body in the history of the NFL was Peyton Manning. And to your point, he came from a very wealthy background. John Lynch's family came from a background. The Elways were wealthy. Mm -hmm. I mean, you could go up yeah. and down the list. I don't think this is an anomaly. Uh, Johnny Manziel's family was wealthy. He was spectacular in college, maybe not so much in the NFL. So I don't think that this is much of a story at all. I don't think it's atypical for a lot of these guys to come from better or privileged backgrounds. He has just made himself such a story because he was so good in an individual sport, a sport I know, Jim, you love in tennis, and he's always been outspoken. I think part of it is a lot of times people don't get outspoken until they make the money, right? They don't want to hurt their chances of making money or getting a big contract, so they keep their mouth shut. And once they get the money or they get the ring, then they feel like they have the ability and the stage to say anything they want. This guy has taken the complete 
opposite track, before he has won a game, before he's been drafted, before he's commanded a pro locker room, he's making these comments. And that's why I think, Jim, they're being exacerbated the way that they are. Most of the people that speak in the grandiose fashion that Rosen do, does have, have done enough on the field to validate saying anything and everything they want because essentially they've been able to walk the walk and talk the talk. In Rosen's case, I think he's talked the talk, but he hasn't walked the walk. And we don't see that very often, especially at the quarterback position where if you say less, get drafted higher, make more money, have the ability to get a bigger second contract, because quarterbacks generally get paid more than everyone. He's completely tossed that script out the window. And I think a lot of us in the media are almost surprised and confused at the kind of guy that he is when I think he's just a unique guy. I'm not saying I agree or disagree with him. He's just taking a completely different approach than most people do playing a position that if you zip it and just play will make you richer beyond your wildest dreams. He just doesn't subscribe to that theory. Zuba Mahente, ESPN. You see him on SportsCenter, a little behind the scenes last night. Really enjoyed that one as well, Zuba. Hey, we're out of time. Thanks so much for joining us today. We'll do it again next week. Look forward to it, guys. Thanks. Zuba Mahente joining us here, Jimmy B. Did you uh, have an opportunity to see that at all last night, the behind-the-scenes Sports Center? I, I did not, no. Uh-uh. No, I was locked in on uh, a couple of games, and I did not get a chance to see it. But I have seen uh, some comments on it on Twitter, and apparently it was very interesting. It was. I didn't watch a ton of it, probably all told maybe 15 minutes to seven, eight-minute snippets that I checked into uh, during it. But, yeah, the behind-the-scenes stuff is interesting. Jim, for you, though, that's just, you know, that's just your life. You lived it, so probably not as interesting to you. It. <laughs> it wasn't as interesting to me. I was dialed into Andre the Giant, yes. and I, I love that documentary. It was uh, terrific. Maybe we can just touch on that when we get back at the top of the hour. That sounds very good. we got another hour to go here. Coming up in hour number two, we're talking some Cubs baseball. Al Yellen from Bleed Cubby Blue, he's going to stop by. We'll get his thoughts on the disappointing start on the year to the Chicago Cubs. Also hear from Kirk Ferentz, his teleconference from earlier today, and get ready for a big night, including to the border to the north. Minnesota Wild in game number one of their playoff series against the Winnipeg Jets and the T-Wolves winning in for the NBA playoffs. Afternoons, we talk sports on 1700 with Jimmy B and TC. Des Moines' savviest sports duo on the Big Talker. 1700 KBGG. When you hear Washer Systems of Iowa, you think about pressure washers. The Washer Systems of Iowa does so much more. Industrial floor care equipment, waste oil heaters, water heaters, accessories and parts, washers, used equipment, along with repair, preventative maintenance, and operator training. Selling and servicing commercial cleanup equipment for 29 years. Washer Systems of Iowa. Visit their showroom at 6050 Northeast 14th Street in Des Moines or online, washersystems.com. If you're a small business owner, you know how important it is to keep good records. We can help. Hi, this is Mike Hammond, owner of Advantage Financial and Tax Services located in West Des Moines. Bookkeeping, payroll, sales tax reporting, as well as income taxes, everything you need to be successful in running your business. We are not a chain and offer local and personalized service. You do what you do best and let us do the rest. Visit AdvantageIowa.com or call 440-1133. Advantage Financial and Tax Services located in West Des Moines. 
At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. My name is Becky Mooney, and I'm with the Sparkle Run. This is our fifth year of the Sparkle Run in memory of Aaron Mooney, who passed away from leukemia in October of 2013. The Sparkle Run benefits local nonprofits who support families affected by childhood cancer. This year's event is on Sunday, May 6th, and will benefit the Pinky Swear Foundation, who supports families through rent and mortgage payments, car payments, insurance, child care, and gas cards. We will have family activities and packet pickup from 12 to 2 p.m., a 5K walk and run at 2 p.m., and a one-mile fun run at 3 p.m. All this is held at DMAC in Ankeny. For more information or to register, go to getmeregister.com backslash the sparkle run. Sponsored by Tomorrow Sleep. Want an awesome night's sleep? Try a new Tomorrow hybrid mattress designed by sleep experts at Serta Simmons. Use code DRIVE2 for $200 off when you spend $500 or more. As a small business owner, you're always on the go. So how can you make sure you never miss a customer's call? Grasshopper. That's right. With Grasshopper, you get all of the features of a business phone system that's affordable and incredibly easy to use directly on your cell phone. You get a toll-free or vanity phone number that's memorable and professional. Customers are forwarded to your phone and connected to your team. And you can work from anywhere using Wi-Fi calling or our desktop app. And with our mobile app, your outgoing calls and texts show up as your professional phone number. Voicemails are transcribed and sent to your email so you can determine their importance at a glance. So whether you're on the go or working from home and need to keep business calls separate or you simply want a professional tone, Grasshopper makes it happen. Set up your account in just minutes. There are no long-term contracts and support is 24-7. Get your calls, stay connected, thrive. Now get $20 off your first month when you visit grasshopper.com slash radio. Grasshopper.com slash radio. This ad is 30 seconds long. There really aren't a lot of things you can do in 30 seconds. Unless you are using QuickBooks Smart Invoicing. Then here are three things you can do. Invoice 1. Send. Invoice 2. Send. And Invoice 3. Send. Use QuickBooks Smart Invoicing and get paid twice as fast with a Pay Now button right on the invoice. QuickBooks. Backing you. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR.